0: Hey, Biff, why does Santa always come down the chimney? Yeah, why does Santa always come down the chimney? He knows better than to try the back door. Okay. 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 Hey, Biff, what do you call an elf wearing earmuffs? What do you call an elf wearing earmuffs? It doesn't matter. He can't hear you. And and with that Christmas joy thrown out there, hello everybody, welcome to Carnival Personnel, I'm Jacques. Where's Joe? Where is Joe? Hey, this is Biff. Uh, Joe, Joe got smart smarter and bailed months ago Uh, so you get all this you get all this so um, Biff and I was just talking we you know there's going to be a very short sideshow this week wrapping up the Joe's basement we did some interviews with some new friends it was really great that I I, want to you know post it I've been telling them I post a couple weeks ago but that's good but Biff hit me the other day tell us about like you know and maybe in uh, two weeks what's the next sideshow we're going to do
1: so we're gonna to try to do uh, it's kind of like a, a movie's draft by category. So we're gonna have six categories, and the categories are drama, comedy, action, sci-fi, horror, animated, and prestige. And the idea is that Jock and I will take turns picking a, mute, a one movie in each category, and on any given round, we could pick, you know, we could pick from any category that we want. The hitch is, is that as soon as you pick one movie. You cannot pick another movie in, in the other categories that's within the five-year span on either side. So if I pick a movie, that, like, let's say, you know, maybe Jock might pick Star Wars A New Hope, right? 1977. That eliminates any movie between 1972 and 1982. So that means that he cannot go back and say, I'm going to pick The Exorcist for horror because that came out in 72. So that's kind of how it works. So essentially, you know, uh, it kind of keeps... Um, your movie choices being distributed over this, essentially this 70 year ish, you know, span, right. It kind of forces you to expand your, your uh, movie choices. And the other, and it also keeps you know, Jack from making all of his choices, Marvel and you know, the modern <laughs> justice league movies. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, we'll get back into some of the things I've been watching recently. But, yeah, when Biff told me this, I'm like, oh, man, this sounds like something I'm actually going to have to stop and put some thought into. And I am so excited. Like, I like that kind of stuff. I'm excited to actually carve out time to actually, you know, get the Google machine fired up. It's like, wait a minute. What year did that come out? Oh, I can't use that. Oh, but I really want to put this in there. You know, it's like and for me, yeah, you know, if I was going to do that, you know, I would start. My starting point would be, you know, uh, um I would have to take uh, uh, Empire Strikes back, you know and, and and work backwards from there or forwards from there. It's like, okay, so seven, no, that's gonna be a lot of fun. so thank you for pitching that. i'm I'm really psyched about that um I will tell you who else is psyched this week uh, you know, and I just mentioned the Joe's basement retro video game thing. Yep. a a local photographer and writer from the local newspaper. Well, it's a, you know, it's not a small town paper. It's Lowell. So it's a real city paper, Uh, but they showed up and I was really kind of bummed. I I spent like the next couple days looking and looking to see if anything had, um, you know, if they had posted anything and they didn't. And I was like, Oh, well, you know, it was nice that they showed up. And then like two days ago, three days ago, I get a a text message from one of my little guy's friends who showed up from his mom saying, Oh my God, Oliver was in the picture too. And he's so excited. And she sent me the, the, online. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it online. I was looking, I was following it on Twitter. I was trying, but she sent me the screen grab of the article online. And she also took a picture of the hard copy, which came out on Thanksgiving, but this was, you know, five or six days after Thanksgiving, I find out that it came out and I couldn't, right. I really tried really hard to get some hard copies. So here's the fun part. When the writer was walking around the room, she was just walking around the room, talking to people there. she, Talked to my son who was wearing a Mario outfit and he introduced himself using his gamer name.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And so when she made her round to me, she took a picture of me and him together and she's like, so his name is Eggsy boy. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, no. And I gave him the real name and I spelled it. I'm like, but that's his gamer name. And she was on the older side and I had to explain what a gamer name is. So my you little talking
1: to a boomer.
0: Uh, yeah, I really was. I really was. And when, ah, uh, and when I showed my little guy when he got home from school, he got in the car and I just handed him the phone and the photo was up there. He he was he was happy but a little embarrassed that there's a picture of him and his dad yeah. dressed as Mario and Luigi. But then when he read the blurb and he saw Eggsy Boy, <laughs> truly, I I I, I could have waited to Christmas because that would have been the best gift he got. Yeah. He, he, he just lost his shit. And he was like, Oh, when I talked to her and blah, blah, blah. And I was explaining, it's like, yeah, you know, the the press is pretty much easy to manipulate even on, <laughs> on, on a national level. But that was uh, so that the, I, I'd say that was the well, high. I mean,
1: come on. It's a, it's a hometown paper, right? I mean, that's, that's what they're supposed yeah. to do, right? No, yeah, exa- exactly.
0: Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not doing an event in December, but I am going to do one in January. It's going to be for a bigger, um, it should be a little bigger my boys are in a thing called afternoon in the arts and it's a few hundred kids are in it and the director is and and there's a stage at this place so we're also gonna have the kids do you know play you know a scene from a play they're working on and the band will do a couple songs and stuff so it should be a fun thing but it's going it is going to be an ongoing thing and perform i I dude i'm always on baby i am always You gonna keep your clothes on you know, uh, you know, because the kids are involved. Yeah, and, probably a good idea. Know, I, I, um, yeah. So, you you, know, a couple of weeks ago, I was digging through, and I I might have mentioned this, but I really enjoyed it last Saturday. Uh, Joe came over to watch Tommy Boy. Right, and, right. And so Joe and I have started like, okay. There's so many movies that we both love but how haven't we watched them together? There's so right. much more fun watching together. So so we're watching yes we're going to watch UHF, you know. I will wait for you. We'll not wait for should. you to come in town. By the way, <laughs>
1: you can the- watch it without me and then you can watch it again when I come into town. Really, I
0: mean No, n- that's not going to be a hard sell.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm sure that there's not that's not going to be an issue watching it multiple times. So.
0: Uh speaking of weird al is coming to Boston uh with his I opening did see that. Yeah. His opening act, again, he, Joe saw Weird Al. Weird Al did a tour a couple years ago and went out of his way to say, hey, I'm glad you want to come to my show. I'm doing smaller venues because I'm playing only original stuff. You know? Right, right. So, so the deep cut stuff. But Emo Phillips was his opening act. Yep. And so Emo will <clears> be opening again for this tour uh, coming up. But
1: did I mention I saw Emo Phillips in the streets of New York once? No. It's like and because he, he's unmistakable, right? Because with that page yeah. boy hair, right? Yeah. And um even walking through New York, he's just kind of walking and mumbling to himself. So not an act. Oh no,
0: he's I like, I, or, I or,
1: or he's just, you know, he's that method actor that's always on. Always one on. <laughs> one of the two, but yeah.
0: You know, it's funny because uh an artist I was working with a few years ago teamed up with Bootsy Collins to do to do a one-off recording. Okay. And I got invited to do a lunch with them, and I, I called. I, I called. Well, this I I, a I called a buddy of mine, and I'm like, "Hey, do you want to come have lunch with you know, with 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 the 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 artist I was repping and Bootsy?" And my buddy's like, "Dude, I can't handle that. No, no, it was just too surreal." And then, and I was talking to him later. He goes, you know, the trouble about Bootsy Collins, you got to be Bootsy Collins all the time. time. <laughs> I, I mean, you can't leave the house. Without being bootsy collins, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's just, I mean, you, when your whole thing is that. Um, uh, anyways, so, so, a couple of weeks ago, and I sent you and Taylor, an all star, like some pictures of stuff that I was finding because, I'm, I'm doing a, I, I've done a few big purges over like the last decade, and not that I have a ton of stuff to purge, right. but I'm like. I got like six boxes total to, to every, everything in my life, including comics. And I'm like, I'm getting the three comic bins down to one and I'm getting these other, you know, bins down to one or two bins, you know, for an inevitable move. And I found some awesome stuff. I found, you know, all this, a whole folder and it's as, as thick as a phone book. Of the sketch portfolio that Joe and I and like 94 mm. sent mm. out to like Conan and Saturday Night Live. Nice. And we yeah. actually got a call back one day from a guy from, you know, one of the head writers at Conan yeah. who talked to us for like a while of going nice. through some of this stuff. And it was funny because Joe, I, I end up a year later moving to L.A. And then right. like two, three years later, Joe moved out and we ended up doing a show with some of those skits. You right. Know, ended
1: up on, yeah.
0: And I, you know, I, I should, you know, I should have prepared better. I should have prepared better to go through some of the skits. Actually, I'm going to hold on one second.
1: You know, this is not going to be good. Yeah, no, I, oh no. Oh, maybe I gave it to Joe to take. Let's just hope he keeps his clothes on.
0: I think Joe might have.
1: Okay, I'm supposed to fill time right now.
0: <laughs> oh goodness, here he is. Yes. Yeah, no, okay. Uh, I, 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 I'm not going to read, you know, the whole skit, but I wanted to see if I could find some, because even when Joe was reading it, he yeah. was like, just the premises. Some of the premises were just, is there a table of content? Uh, Am I going to get canceled over this? No, <laughs> no, no. But, but there, there, you know, no, you're not going to get canceled. You're going to be like, wait a minute, Saturday Night Live passed on this. There was a skit called, uh, where tell em. A commercial, if you have bad news and you don't want to tell somebody for a fee, we will tell them. For example, your wedding is today, uh, but you realized, <laughs> and I can't, nope, nope. A sonographer for hire. Uh, I hate you, die, bloody whore, and I'm glad I gave you herpes shouted out in rage will now be officially logged. Why argue about what was possibly set yesterday when you have new things to fight about today? Uh, book burning theater um book burning we, theater yeah yeah, yeah. We, we actually oh. shot that one and it oh. was it, it was kind of like a, a masterpiece theater i'm sitting in front of a fireplace reviewing a book and talking about this Kurt veronica book and why it's so great and why everybody should read it and how it makes great kindling and then i put it in the fire um uh, physics today which we did uh let's see physics uh, this is your rotten life uh, uh, so right. now
1: that will be a rock documentary
0: yeah exactly so so joe came over like last week to watch that and i just i didn't tell him i had found this i just handed it to him and he was part delighted and just part cringe you yeah, know what yep. i
1: mean and it was just i can't believe i thought this was a good idea
0: <laughs> what these skits are being friends
1: with me <laughs> a little, little bowl. it's probably like you know Recovering your childhood diary and reading some of the entries, right? yeah
0: you know oh man uh so 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 that that was fun. Uh, did you keep a diary as a child? i I oh, did heck no that's way too much work no you, uh okay um uh, so when Joe also came over um we watched we we started to watch a couple of Christmas specials because that's that time Biff. it is a you yeah, well, you know uh, legitimately one to hit Thanksgiving. I think it's all on right and and Joe brought to my world a couple projects that I didn't know existed and I'm really happy slash pissed that I now know these things are out there. Uh, You can't unsee things. Are you familiar? Because of your age, you might have been in Toronto. I think it was in 78 or 79. That's a little bit after I left, but let's see where that went. Rich Little did a Uh one-man Christmas carol. Wow. where He played all the parts, but but he played like Ebenezer Scrooge was his Richard Nixon. Right, 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 right. And Bob Cratchit was Paul Lynn. You, okay. you know? And I'm like, wait a minute, get Paul Lynn. You know, you might not have been yeah. able to get. It. Oh, dude, it was you remember Joe's famed self-indulgent theater. This of was course. yes, this was for an audience of one. I think Richard. Yeah. Nixon, <laughs> I mean well, I think Richard Little did this for Rich Little.
1: But I mean, in all fairness to you know, everybody, you know, there is that Canadian content requirement. So if you did it for Canadian television. He's, you know, his Canadian heritage automatically made him Canadian content. So it, it, it
0: was and it was the BBC produced it and the, BBC or CBC, CBC. Sorry, the yeah, CBC, yeah. CBC produced it and it ran the next year in the States. But uh, but yeah, oh, the first year yeah. it was it was just it was just a, a, I can't a, say
1: I remember this.
0: Oh, dude. It's like I implore you to watch it, but don't. Yeah, um, yeah. It it was awful on one way and then awful on another way. I didn't know that Margot Thomas did a um uh almost Marlo? a sh- Marlo, Marlo Thomas, Thomas? sorry, uh-huh. did a did a almost a shot for shot made for T Re remake of It's a Wonderful Life called uh It Happened One Christmas
1: <laughs> and it wasn't on like whatever the what do they call the uh Mark network,
0: network? well no, or something? this was back in the 70s oh my god and, and yeah. Cloris, Cloris Leachman or maybe it was the early 80s or the 70s you know I think oh it was this I think it was during her Batgirl time period and um, and honestly it, it you know it's 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 worse it's worse than the fetish her father Danny Thomas was into <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean I, why I don't know about his her father's fetish oh dude I, let me I'll, I'll just say this. As Gilbert Gottfried said, Uh it's the kind of, you know, his fetish – led him to live a life of guilt that kind of guilt that makes you start a children's cancer hospital (laughs) like it is just look up danny thomas and i guarantee it was the first thing that comes up but anyways it's horrible like cloris leachman it's like all the roles are reversed so she is you know george bailey but i forget her name like george and 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 it's like cloris leachman is um is clarence the you know the angel that's trying to get her wings dude it's painful we i couldn't i we got about 10 minutes in and i'm like dude i can't i just you know i we we got through most of we got through most of the rich little and and it was one of those things where you kept wanting to see if it could get any worse and uh and it did it, 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 it for each each time a new impression came on and i can't i i can't believe that rich little was once a list
1: i mean because he was such a big carson guy too right i think carson yeah. kind of elevated him to that level too so you know
0: he had his own talk show at one point yeah. or as you know and, but I mean, and he's basically an impressionist
1: right i mean that's
0: all that's yeah, all so, he did yeah.
1: i think he basically was Just one of those guys. I mean, some of the Carson bump people like I think Joan Rivers is really kind of in some ways underrated. And David Brenner is another one. He was underrated. Fantastic. So so there's a few of them. But yeah. Yeah. Rich Little was, eh, you know. eh.
0: So now that we're talking about movies over the last few podcasts, we've talked about the Hammer films. Right,
1: right, right, right.
0: That and, and, And the absolute rabbit hole I have fallen down. Well, I just got word the other day. and Maybe uh-huh. so either you or Joe sent it to me. Um, Hammer Films is being brought back. They are going to be restoring their entire catalog and re-releasing it and producing new movies. And I can't help but feel the carnival personnel bump
1: sure, yeah. over the
0: last few months has spurned that on.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that's it, right? Because, you know, going from two to three, Really w- probably would, would have
0: w- done that. W- when's the last time you've heard of Hammer Films before I started? Hey, all, all, you
1: know, All I can say is that, you know, if that's where Hammer Films is at, good for them.
0: You know, look, our friend John always says it takes a lot to make a coincidence happen. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm just putting, am I taking all the credit? No. Most of the credit? Sure. sure. Um, so speaking of you t- cancel culture, you know, I'll ask you, Biff, has the woke Sesame Street crowd gone too far this time?
1: What, you're talking about the, the first uh, uh, the uh, puppet of Asian heritage? Is that- you
0: know, I mean, is inclusion really that important to children? I mean, I guess what I'll
1: ask is that, you know, what urban neighborhood took this long to get an Asian to move in? Um, that's just my basic question.
0: It, it, it is funny because it's, it's one of those things when, You hear, wait a minute, really? They're so progressive. They've always been so progressive. And it's taken 52 years for a, you know, a, 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 you know, and it's kind of hard to tell. It's like, is that puppet Puerto Rican? You know what I mean? It's like, it's a puppet and stuff like that.
1: But still, I, I will say this, whenever you do, and same thing with animation, right? There is that fine line line that you have to kind of toe to make the depiction uh, somewhat accurate and reasonable, but not offensive. right There's that you could quickly go from, yeah that looks authentic to yes uh, no, do something with those slanty eyes right? Right, I mean, right right? I mean it's it's really that fine line, right? So you know I, I think that it, I think that non-real life like animation, puppets, all those kinds of things. I think they have it tough because they have to kind of nail it. They have to kind of hit that, that, that sweet
0: spot, that, right? That sweet
1: spot. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Cause there, cause right. There is a line. It's like, wait, are you, is this parody? Are you, are, are, you, you, serious? are, are you serious? Are you, are you making fun of this? You know? Um, but you know, it, and and again, you know, it is great that for, 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 52 years like sesame street has led the way with so many but it's just so funny that it's like there's so much these shouldn't be huge news stories but the fact of the culture that before we start recording we're talking about and what a step back we've taken yeah Yeah. it is great that big bird got a vaccination shot yeah it is great that they've actually made a conscious effort to say because you know sesame street is a global entity i mean there was a there's a great documentary about oh i'm blanking on the guy's name who played big bird um
1: okay yeah i want to
0: say kinney but now yeah, am is. i am i am i blurring that with that's a guy who know. spongebob anyways but there was a big to-do that big bird went to china i think that was Oof. in like the 70s or the 80s right, right. okay you know and it was this is a documentary on the guy who did Big bird and 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 talked about and it was great in the documentary he reunited for the first time with the little you know the Chinese girl who mm. was basically his pal as he made his way through China, right? Right. You know, forty years ago, um, and it was great. No, so I, I think I, you know, all kidding aside, it's it's one of those things. I think it's great, but I'm like, huh, it really took this long to, you know. But then again, it's like you know, yeah, we we have a you know a a woman vice president, you know, and you know a person of color, and it, you're like. Yeah, it's great that Kamala Harris is there, but it's really taken 250 years to get. Well, and also, if you look at it from and not not that it was kind
1: of a, a wild shot, you know, a wild shot. Right. Nobody believed that Walter Mondale was going to win that election. But you know, since <laughs> since Geraldine Ferraro was put on that vice presidential ticket, you know, it's been what, 40 years or whatever it is. So. Right. 40. Uh,
0: so. Now more happy news. Uh, COVID, it's all done. It's all wrapped up. It's all. That's good. Because right? I'm ready
1: to, yeah, I'm ready to, good. you know, like I said, I'm ready to travel and everything. That's good.
0: Yeah. So, so and 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 your and your current home state, uh, you know, California led the way again. First Omicron case in the U.S. was uh, reported in California last week, right? Yeah. And but I also did
1: I I think I read that one of the attendees of the New York City Comic Con. Yeah, uh, had 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 the Omicron uh, uh, variant, so anime. I'm sure, and, like people traveling from all over the country into a close and close space like that is not going to p- cause spreading problems.
0: Yeah, right? and an anime convention, and the guy was yeah. from the Midwest. Um, so and now my, to be
1: fair, you know the people who attend the anime conventions, you know, once they leave the convention, they go straight to the parents' basement. So yes. maybe they're sequestered. <laughs> you know, they're quarantining voluntarily. Uh, or, or involuntarily, or,
0: or, or just or just living their normal life,
1: you know. Hey, you know they're 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 fighting the pan- pandemic, you know they're being heroes.
0: They really are. Um, yeah, you know, but it's uh, am my, am I again my humble town of Lowell? Uh, we just got the numbers from the state. Well, first of all, I've said before since my kids have gone back to in school, you know, learning once a week. Every other week we get two letters. We'll get a letter on Monday and a letter on Thursday, a letter on Tuesday and a letter on Friday, because they do pool testing that, that that there hasn't been a week that's gone by yet that we haven't got a oh, we got a positive case and this is what we're doing, and all the people in close contacts have been, you know, notified X, Y, and Z uh and like i said some weeks we get two of those letters well on monday we got a letter that they had three positive cases and they're like we knew we were going to have more cases because of thanksgiving and people traveling and so it was on wednesday we got another letter saying uh you know, it was today, we got another letter saying, okay, we did more testing on Wednesday and we got six more cases. So that makes nine cases. And my, my two, it's not a huge school, but it's not a small school. Nine's a pretty big number in one week to have positive cases. And then, you know, management, my wife, uh, when that letter came and she goes, oh, yeah, this, she goes, well, I'm not that surprised. I'm like, why? She goes, oh, you didn't see this. And on one of her friend's, um, you know, had 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 sent it out there. The state has released like the COVID cases, and my city of Lowell is number one in school cases, like overall, like it had a breakdown of all the cases of every school district in the state of Massachusetts. And think about that. Lowell beat Boston, Lowell. Beat Springfield. Well, so but in
1: fairness to I I did look at your numbers, but the low number in terms of the staff infection was half of Boston's, roughly. Right, but
0: so. we're, we're an eighth the, Scott, the well, size. I'm not, of I'm the not school so
1: sure. I'm not so sure what that means.
0: But yeah, well, I, I, you know, same. It's it's like it, it, it's like you know Valencia versus you know L.A. So it's like yeah, yeah. there's a lot no. more people. But but yeah, that you know, but the percentage wise and uh. And as when I sent that email to you guys today, Joe wrote me back, goes, seems like a lot of parents in Lola are doing their own research, you know, and and look, we can only do what we can do. My my little yep. guy got his second shot Yep. and he was just so excited to get it.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. And, you know, and good you for know. you, because I mean, because I do know, like, um, you know, your kids have had a history of not great reactions with, you know, um, yep. with a uh,
0: and, yeah, so. and 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 you know and when the oldest one got his a few months ago and he's the yeah. one that's had it you know so we yeah. were just waiting for the little guy you know yeah. to get it and it's funny i mean we went and we had you know did a family photo thing the other day and we were in a pretty safe environment it's like okay we're just going to take the mask off for the photo he won it and i'm like dude i knew it, neither him or his mom you know yeah. i mean you know his mom or i were like it's just a picture just take it off real quick it's like dude you want to wear it you wear it you know i i i am not going to and and six months from now or a year from now i see somebody with a mask i'm going to be like yeah good for you you know it's like maybe you just have a cold maybe whatever but you know if he wants to wear it but so so i i feel pretty protected that you know both the boys have both their shots they wear they're pretty they're really good at keeping their mask on but it's just crazy to think we don't live in a tiny town, but we're not, yeah, you know, I think we're the fourth largest, you know, okay. I, I think yep. S- Springfield's bigger, Worcester's yep. bigger, Boston's obviously bigger, but the fact that we're number one and mm. COVID, can, uh. but, and Lowell, and it, it, well, it's surprising, just, you know, I'm trying to think there's a lot of generational living. I don't know if that's a term. There's a lot of, you know, grandmas living with you know, grandkids and moms, like lots of families squeezed into some small spaces here. I mean, you know, you know the 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 the, the makeup of of the city. So, you know, yeah. but uh, but on the other hand, the last thing I want to talk about is uh is finally finally Fauci is like speaking up. Um, <laughs> I, no, because he was he was he was compared to Joseph Mangala on on Fox News, and he's like, and he he came out and he goes. How is that person not suspended? You know what I mean? It's like, right, right. How, I mean, he, I'm glad that he finally said something like, dude, yeah. you, comparing a guy who was a genocidal maniac wow. and, and and Fauci's thing is he's trying to save life. So you're mad. Uh, may, maybe you don't understand wh- who Joseph Mengele was. But on one hand, Fauci, you might not agree with masks or vaccines or all this stuff. But it's like to make that comparison flat out blatantly, yeah. it's just the whole you're a nazi because you're making me wear a mask uh, you know you're treat- this is like the holocaust it's like yeah Maybe- i mean it, it is that
1: it is such um it's so insulting to essentially compare you know just about anything to the holocaust if you think about how horrible that was right how you know how deliberate and how evil and, and just everything about the whole it's like you better—I mean, you better be able to back it up with some really, 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 really horrible stuff. You know, where millions of people are getting killed in the most horrible way and having their—you know—lives and you know, just—it's just I can't—I, I, you know, in in modern times, right? It's if you want to maybe compare the Holocaust to like some of the genocidal and the colonialistic. You know, things that have happened. Okay, I'll listen to that. But come on, right?
0: it's it's, and and I, I don't want to talk about too too many awful things. But yeah, another school shooting this week, um, and I and dude, which one? No, the 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 the, the uh, yeah. I hate to I hate to say <laughs> oh no no the big one, but and and you know it could have been a lot worse. Except yeah. I hate to say it. I hate to say it because it, it it every time I hear. We get a, we get a letter, you know, emailed home when my yep. kid's school has a drill on yep, this. Yep. He, but but luckily they have these drills because the shooter was calmly going door to door and knocking on doors, trying to get in. At one point, he's like, it's safe to come out. You know, I'm a cop. And, and, and luckily, the dumb fuck said to the teacher, it's like, you can check. Come on out and check my badge, bro. And one of the students is like, because this is all recorded because people have it all recorded on their yeah. iPhones and stuff. It's like and one of the students, that's a red flag. He said, you know, a cop wouldn't say, bro, you know. Uh, but so anyways, this is the first time that I remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that the parents have been charged with uh, manslaughter. Right.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't recall another case yeah, like that. And, you know, part of it, and obviously – from what I understand, this was a gun that was, you know, just, I think very recently given to him by his father. Right. My father so, brought it on black Friday, right. I think. Yeah. And then on top of that, I guess there were some uh, exchanges between the kid and the parents. Right. So uh, okay. just before the uh, events. So, and,
0: and the mom has uh, posted online before, let's say some very pro um, Donnie three scoop things and, and very, enough of these people and but as of the recording of this podcast as of were the recording of the podcast uh the parents have fled
1: that's what i understand and but in all fairness right like we don't know uh do we know what the kid's motive was aside from it happened after a a disciplinary action right but aside from that i mean i'm not exactly sure right exactly what you know drove this kid to do this right this is it's not entirely clear to me at all because there's nothing that's really that obvious right well
0: i'm, I'm quite sure it's video games biff i'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty sure it's going to be a uh, video game i don't understand it, why kids need video games when they have guns <laughs> right dude if, you know some a-hole is going to you know make that argument and again as you and i are recording for so this- we're
1: saying that it's not marilyn manson's fault anymore we're done we're done with marilyn
0: well, this week, you know, well, you know, okay. we, uh, you know, maybe maybe he was just set off because that, that that woke Sesame Street just went too far for him this time. I don't well, know. You know, Sesame Street. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But but I do I do know that um, for 52 years, Roe vs. Way has been the rule of the land. It's on the verge of being overturned. Yeah. And, 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 and 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 I when, when my wife. Then girlfriend moved out. This was a big talking statement. Like I forget what election it was. She she moved out. It was like two thousand four election. Yeah. And I said like, yeah, they're going. They're this will be overturned. They're getting closer and closer yeah. every yeah. time. And she's like, it will never happen. You know, and you know yeah. I hate being right. I mean, it took eighteen years later. <laughs> but I mean, they've never relented on this. And and what's what's so what's so fucking insane is the only two points I want to make on this is a this only affects poor people. That's it.
1: Right. Right. Or
0: Yeah. If, if, if you live in Mississippi and you have money and you want one of these procedures, you're going to yeah. travel to Boston. You're going to go yeah. to New York. You can, you can have a safe procedure yeah. anywhere in the world. It's, this is truly, truly, truly just targeting and hurting, yeah. you know, poor people. It, it's very, it's one of the most class. Yeah. What, what's the word i'm saying? like a class system you know whatever yeah you know, type thing and the other thing is and, and look it's always been the hypocrisy but never more now the same people screaming about you know roe versus way and, and 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 forced pregnancies are the same are the exact same people it's the exact same people saying Dude, it's my body. Vaccines. You can't make me take a vaccine. It's my body, it's my choice. Yeah. My body, my choice. When it comes to a life-saving thing, and it's and what's really fucked up is just in and 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 all the polls, over 60% of Americans don't want this overturned. Over 60%. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, now now that's not
1: necessarily how things should work, because if over 60% of the Americans like they used to think that you know black no, people no, should you, have you, rights. No, you
0: know one hundred percent. But 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 so, in this day and age, but, yeah. but if, if only twenty seven percent of people want to force pregnancy on women, you know. But but that's the thing. It's like that, right? If 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 it was it was. But when you're talking majority rules and stuff like that, yeah. I get it. I get what yeah. you're saying. But right now, the Senate, the Democrats in the Senate represent forty one million more Americans. Yeah. So their their constituency, right, right. right. It, it isn't a small amount. Like like. You know, Hillary won by 3 million votes. Joe Biden won by 7 million votes. But we're talking, the Democrats represent 41 million more people. And it's, and and, and this partisan SCOTUS is is, is yeah. truly, anyways. Yeah, I,
1: I, I, I think it's fair to say that, you know, the, this is not really, rep- I mean, it's not representative of, there's two things, I think. It's, it's, it's not representative of the will of the people. And I'm not necessarily convinced that it is representative of what the constitution really says right because essentially in a country where so much uh, there is so much uh, uh, lip service given to personal freedom you're willfully taking that away so i think in that sense without going into the you know statistics and everything else i i just think that on principle this is something that this is the government regulating a woman's body right and and uh, apparently that's okay with with some people even though and so i think it's really that part of it that that's that's a problem that's that's it's just something that the machine has you know decided that this is you know this is we we have these series of agendas and this is just one of them right so
0: you know, and, and and what's what's interesting is our friend Taylor for years has been yeah. saying this is one of the worst things that can happen to the Republican Party if this if this gets overturned, because this is their number one fundraising. thing. Yeah. For the last 50 yeah. years, the number one thing that that party has been fundraising on is this. And if this gets overturned, he's like, yeah. You know, they, 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 they wouldn't really be shooting themselves in the foot. Anyway. well, They have Agent Sesame Street characters now. So. That's true. So they have more things to be, bigger yeah. things to be, you know. So speaking about Asia and crime, yeah. Let, yeah. let's get back to the homeland.
1: Well, did you see the video? Did you see this? The outright
0: blazing blazing. Dude, I, 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 you know, and and I don't ring cameras here in this country are everywhere now. Yeah. But, but, and is it, is it Is it culturally insensitive for me to say, yeah, Japan has a reputation of being more tech savvy and more, you know, technology forward thinking and leaning that I imagine that there's more cameras, the per capita of person per camera and ring cameras and security cameras like that are everywhere.
1: Well, so I think um, I will say this, Uh, I I think that one of the differences between US and Japan is that the door-to-door stuff in this country has largely kind of died, right? So as soon as you see somebody trying to do anything door-to-door, you think, this guy's just trying to case my house, right? Exactly. So, but in Japan, this door-to-door activity is still somewhat more common. So I think in that sense, this ring-ish type of thing gives the homeowners the ability to essentially answer the door without essentially answering the door, right? It's that That's why we love it. But, but in this case, obviously, the ring camera caught... Uh, you know, a, a, a criminal act in action where this guy, you know it's J- Japanese streets like many uh, very urban US streets. The houses are real close to the sidewalk. So as you're walking down the sidewalk, you're like walking along the side of a person's essentially front fence or whatever the case may be. And so this guy walks by this house and kind of walks past this house and then comes back and steals an entire flower pot. You know, it's like one of those square ones, maybe like ten inch by you know twenty four inch flower pots. Just takes the whole thing, just full of violas. Right yeah, full of violas that was just planted, and just makes off with with a planter.
0: Dude, I thought I thought it was hysterical. And again, because you know, I, innocent to proven guilty, but you're on camera. Why do they? Why do they give the the thief? The respect to blur them out
1: well once again this is that that is, that is that that's the law right so that the the news media can't be doing whatever any of that stuff now once the person is charged and everything else they could essentially show that because then it becomes public property the police has released this mugshot of this this horrible criminal and so then at that point they can release that information but right now you, you know the essentially it's not up to the tv stations to make this judgment
0: uh, now, how big of a news story was this? What, what, I mean, what outlet was that on?
1: Well, this was on the, you know, the Japanese national news, of course. And of course, the police was called. I, you know, the poor, he made the poor woman cry by stealing this this pot
0: well they painstakingly of course i didn't understand a word yeah but they painstakingly showed the process of planting yeah
1: absolutely yeah they, did, they went with the reenactment rather than the you know the graphics so you know the reenactments are funny but the the graphics are better i wish they did they did the graphics i, I
0: was i'm always hoping for them yeah. because i i i i do i do like i do like the graphics that they have yeah uh when they do these horrific stories um you know, I, you know, I need next time Joe comes over, I'm going to make him give us some self-indulgent theories. It's been too long. Uh, nothing in video game world, except, you know, there's a new Resident Evil movie out that I'm going to try yeah. to see next week. My 11 year old who loves the games is like, oh, I want to go. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go see it first and then decide if he can go. But he's like, Papa, yeah. it can't be worse than the games. And I'm like, yeah, probably. Uh,
2: uh, probably yeah, can. Yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah. maybe we'll see uh but there's a shitload of stuff going on in sports oh uh, where do you want to start you know let, let, let's start because because i saw that you uh you jumped on the Marshand slew footing
1: uh, yeah it was so this was kind of a fascinating one and so uh, you know Marshand got a, a nail for a slew foot on i think oliver ekman larson and i'm um, actually i thought that that suspension was fine I mean, and people complained about, well, he's been clean for many years, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But uh, I thought that that was, that suspension was fine. Um, I wasn't as fine with the fact that Subban, my uh, uh, P.K. Subban was just fine for his slew foot, largely because he's been a serial offender. And so, right. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Now I will say, you know, Marchand deserved a suspension. I don't want to. I don't want to think say that. It's not like, you know. I think there are two different cases, but that kind of stuff. I just wish that they they just need to get that garbage out of look, the NHL.
0: Uh, Marshand has been my favorite player since yeah. his rookie year. You know, working year 2011. He's been my favorite player, yeah. and there's times where it's really hard to defend yeah. his shit. He's been suspended seven times, and 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 at least five of those were well earned. This one, it's like, yeah, I'm not upset that he did, but if this is the third time, and and I didn't realize this because I don't yeah. follow yeah. PJ Subban that much. But it's like this is the third slew footing this season yep. that he's yep. been.
1: He just he just does it all the time. And, and I think it's a habit. And I and just think that he needs to be punished so that that havoc
0: disappears. And Marchant has he's he's and it's one of those things. It's funny because I'm old enough to remember when Cam nearly started with the Bruins, when he got here from Vancouver yeah. and he was a 20, 25 goal scorer who was like top five in the league in fights yeah and finally somebody got through to him and it's like hey you know what you'll score a lot more goals if you're on the ice and in the box he becomes a 50 goal scorer and the same thing marshan cleaned up his shit he's always been a great player he's always been a great player but the last four years every year he's a top 10 scorer yeah i
1: think cam neely and 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 marshan are different uh, we're on different tracks because i completely respect what marshan had to do because he's a you know he's not a high-end draft choice, right? He was a guy that, like like many NHL players, would do anything to you know keep his you know spot on the roster, and you know, I have tremendous respect for that. You know, Cam Neely was a first-round pick. I mean, Vancouver oh, right. gave him away. Oh right? no, no, no! But just right? some the, so, the,
0: the, the compa- completely yeah. different players. Yeah. But the comparison is like once they stop the bullshit. Yeah. yeah. They 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 turn into bona fide goal scorers. And yeah. and, and Marshan can still get under your skin. He can still be a prick, but you don't have to do, you know, that. Yeah. So I'm not yeah, at I don't all. don't think yeah. I don't think, uh, yeah,
1: I don't think this was uh, anybody who says that this is Marshan regressing to his older ways, they just they're just not watching him play. You know, he he is not that guy anymore, right? He is not
0: that guy. You know, and he knows, yeah, he's never going to get the benefit of the doubt. That's just yeah. that's just the way it is, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but other sports stuff going on. Let's let's see what we got. Oh, e- e- the, the Habs. Yeah, oh my God. House cleaning. La- yeah. Last year's surprise, uh cup how did that happen?
1: You know, you know, after all these people were saying how you know, this is just you know, you know, dumb luck that the Habs got a series of good fortune and this is just a a lame roster that's just waiting to, you know, just be exposed. You know, whatever, again, and all the house fans said, oh, no, you are trolling us, you are haters. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So uh, now, now we know
0: who they are. And and it, it's it, it couldn't happen to a better franchise. Uh, now,
1: to be fair, to be fair, like their best player, who is Carey Price, has been out all season. But still, come on.
0: Um. So apparently, and I'm not making this patriot talk, but yeah. I guess the AFC championship game is being played on Monday night, according to every, like, cause I, I don't watch or, or listen to that much sports radio anymore, but I go, I've been going to the gym and where I use the elliptical I'm right in front of it, Look, my options are like, you know, Fox news or ESPN and Nesson. And, you know, yeah. I, I can't look up at Fox news. So I, I do the machine over sure. by, the, so just looking up and it's like, and then, yeah, listening to the radio a little bit and some national shows, everybody is talking about that this is basically the AFC championship. I mean, look, yeah. I'm, I'm happy the Pats are on a six-game winning streak. They also got really lucky you know with with a few things i mean they blew out a few teams i'm really happy with the progress i didn't expect them to have the season they're having right right now but the way people are honestly one of the things on espn and i wasn't listening but you know the graphics on the screen they were breaking down the percentage uh what are the chances of a tampa bay patriots super bowl and i'm like
1: it's not too bad i don't think no but, but
0: but i'm also like Okay, if the Patriots lose on whoever wins the you know if the Patriots have the best record technically in the AFC AC, and, and yep. it, right now if yep. they lose on Monday they can drop to seventh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean there's well, five think, six teams yeah. with identical records. But I think in fairness,
1: I think that it's kind of it's kind of sounds weird for me to be saying this. I kind of have to believe that the Patriots have a easier path to the Super Bowl than the you know, the Buck and the Bucks do. Because the Bucks, I don't I don't know how the how the uh, the matchups will play out. But, you know, the Cardinals are still a pretty good team now. You know, the Packers are a good team and Cowboys are, you know, kind of up and down, but still a pretty decent team. And like, there's nobody in those caliber, in that caliber in the NFC. Like, if I thought that the Ravens might be that team,
0: but you know, you know, and in that, fact, even the, even the
1: Rams are good in the NFC. So no, I mean, yeah,
0: no, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, you know, but at the same time, it's like, because of, people getting injured in their six game winning streak and I, i'm not yeah. knocking the Pats, but it's like they've played more backup quarterbacks in the last six weeks yeah 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 you know they, they've been a beneficiary like like the habs making it to the cup last year it's like yeah it's sure. great i mean look you have to have a lot of things fall into place you also have to win 12 games yeah yeah you, you know in a short amount of time yeah uh so so uh major league baseball has a lockout i really don't give a fuck
1: they do i had no idea
0: Yep, as of Wednesday night, and uh, you know, and there was a feeding frenzy trying to sign free agents because uh-huh. because it's like the, you know some of the collective bargaining things is the owners the owners the the NFL owners were ahead of the curve 20 years ago with the salary cap and there and they realized we can't stop outspending each other so we have to have a hard cap because if I say okay, Biff, we right. can't we can't have collusion, but I'm not going to pay this player that player x amount and right right but and you're going to tell me at the meeting oh i'm not going to pay him either and then you leave the room and you call us agents and you pay whatever it is to get the name so that's why they came up because they decided we can't help ourselves we're a drug addict and so that
1: that was the nfl
0: nhl argument right right same thing and so now major league baseball the owners are saying okay there's never been a contract that we've signed for 10 years it's worked out the last five (laughs) what a shock you know so so they're why would
1: you ever sign a 10-year contract to like anybody who's say under 23 i mean over 20 over 23 right
0: and that's it it's like you go you can go down the list of all the contracts the first two or three years work out anyways and so now they're afraid that those contracts are going to go away. And so that's why there's this big push to get them done in the ninth hour. The funny thing is like, so I was trying to buy a baseball team in an independent league. And, right, and, right, 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 And yeah. the funny thing is, it's like, you know, that league couldn't get their shit together. Like every time we'd had our venture capital meeting, it's like, okay, I need these numbers from you. And then it's like, crickets and then a week later it's like oh we have those numbers you need for that meeting last week it's like dude <laughs> and 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 my partner who i've been trying to do this with um you know we had to talk the other day it's like okay all affiliate so that means if major league baseball is stopped all the way down the line is so there's yep. no there's no you know a triple a there's no double a there's just the, the the handful of independent leagues around and now look this lockout might resolve before the start of the season. Unlikely they might not lose a whole season, but they're going to lose the first couple months. And now we're, we're, we're having those talks again. It's like, okay, well, we said, let's table it for now. Let's come back to it the middle of the summer and see if we kind of want to make something happen. But now we're like, we had a talk the other night. It's like, should we revisit yeah. this? <laughs> because you know, yeah. the only the only game in town. So the Worcester Bravehearts, right. who who for ten years. You know, did very well for themselves in the city of Worcester, actually surprised everybody by going toe to toe, kind of going toe to toe with the Worcester Red Sox, because uh, the Red Sox, it's the most expensive minor league baseball stadium built, Polar Park oh. In, oh. and yeah, in Worcester. Wow. And it's gorgeous. It, but it's a it's a minor league baseball park that sure, cost yeah. half a billion dollars, half huh. a billion dollars. And it's two miles away from where the Bravehearts play. And the Bravehearts attendance actually went up this year. Oh wow! And so, yeah, because I mean, you know, but but so we're, we're we're really thinking that. But here's the big sports story I wanted to talk about. Okay, please tell me you heard about the freshman high school basketball team um, FaceTime. Oh, the one that yeah,
1: they got the they got the wrong number except it was the right number.
0: Yeah. I, I, so, so uh, some freshmen who's responsible for adding names to the text yeah. chat and and basically it's a school thing. It's like, Hey, yeah. hey this was our time practices practices moved here with one digit off. Yeah, And that one digit happened to be a, a, um, a safety with the, the Buccaneers and, yeah. and, and the guy wrote to the, the, the kids. It's like, do you know who I am? And they're like, no he sent a picture and they're like is this really you so the guy decides i'm just gonna facetime him yeah and so he's touring the kids around the locker room on facetime yeah and then it's like oh here's richard sherman and then it's like then here's gronkowski and then the kids are like where's the goat Where's the, go- <laughs> and they, and the, and the, and the safety went and found Tom Brady. And, and truly it's one of those things. It didn't cost these athletes a fucking yeah. dime. It took no time out of their life. Yeah. They didn't have to drive anywhere. They didn't have to do, and they, these kids will have this moment forever.
1: Yeah. And it is one of those things where um, I think I, I try to say this about Brady, where there is that person he tries to you know make himself out to be and there's that guy trying to sell his goods but at the end I you know I've never felt at at any time that Tom Brady is some kind of an awful person that his detractors wanted to make him out to be right you know at, at the end he's just another guy who had a dream to play football and now has you know fulfill this dream. Right. And,
0: and it was just, I mean, kindness goes so far. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it, it is the best feel good sports story. Yeah. And it was so, yeah. it, it wasn't, it wasn't a PR stunt. There wasn't right. any press involved. It was just this guy reaching out to these kids, which in of itself would yeah. have been amazing for these kids to yeah. have this moment. Yeah. But, but, but what, yeah. what, 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 what it turned into, yeah. I think was absolutely great. All right. Biff, what are you watching? I'm watching a goofy TV show that features
1: that little girl from Pacific Rim that whose more recent picture you thought was a porn star. Uh, uh, essentially talk. Well, so the show actually revolves around uh, young people who are fanatic about some specific stuff and they come on the show to talk about it. And many of these uh, kids are fanatic about food related stuff and, I've been watching those food related shows and it's freaking awesome. Like there's a 12 year old kid who is obsessed with international spices. So he says, Here, he, take a look at this thing from this country and do this to it. So I've so far tried a couple of them. One of them was an oh, easy one because cool. so one of them was he says, Put tahin. Do you know what tahin is? It's spelled T A J I N. It's, you know, so it's a, I think it's a Mexican spice mix. It's kind of citrusy, but. Has a chili pepper kick to it, oh. and around here, uh, a lot of the uh, people uh, selling fruits will put tahini on like mangoes and stuff like that, and it accentuates the sweetness of the mangoes. And he goes, "Put it on vanilla ice cream," and I said, "Yeah, no way. That that does not." No, no, I I, I
0: literally I couldn't tell it was ice cream. It looked like a slab, and I'm dead serious. It looked like a yeah. slab of tofu. Although uh, tofu.
1: Oh, there, there is a tofu one, that is there a different was one. Ice cream. Oh, okay, That's, okay. Yeah. That was the one where they put the olive oil and you know and this other you know uh, some orange one, spice it had some orange yeah that orange... one i think is uh is like a croatian spice you know that i have not been able to find but maybe i have to go to cost plus you know import something like that so yeah now now i want to try all these other different things so so that was So great. i've been obsessed over that stuff but it's actually kind of funny and that girl is kind of, actually you know, so she's kind of like the I mean, for a time, I think she was, like, the biggest actress in Japan, so so she's, uh, like, really huge.
0: It is. It, it, one of the guys just struck me as, like, the Japanese Guy Fieri.
1: <laughs> well, actually, so there's two other guys that are on the show. Those two other guys are actually uh, a comedy duo, so that, and comedy duo kind of stuff in, in Japan is actually pretty common, where they have the, um, they essentially do kind of conversations off of each other, or maybe little mini skit type of things off of each other. So that kind of stuff, it's actually pretty common and not just two guys. It could be, you know, any, any gender or whatever. Right. But that's actually a pretty common scheme in Japan. And the funny thing about Japan is that the variety show concept still kind of exists there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I don't understand a word, but I watched like 10 minutes of that clip, you know? Um, No, she, she's great. Uh, I haven't started watching it yet because there's a lot of moving pieces yeah. this week, but I really am looking for it because Joe's been keeping me up to yeah. date. I mean, he's not the biggest Beatle guy, but he's becoming the biggest Beatle guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? No, I'm I'm eager to watch it. I mean, I grew up a big Beatles fan, so yeah, I'm definitely, uh, um, you know, eager to see that. So, yeah.
0: And, and, and it's one of those things where Joe, you know, we're saying it's like you think after 50 years you've seen everything, but it's like, no, nope, not even close. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. you know the footage and the access that they have um you know I, i'm watching um we're of course watching hawkeye like you know that's <laughs> and it's great it's i mean it's, so far they're four for four of the, like the marvel fucks with yeah, their, whatever. You, know, you know no i don't
1: care i don't care what you say you know it's hawkeye is just you know you know batman without all of the you know the treasury to make good stuff i mean
0: you know what's so what's interesting is you know in the comic books he's hearing impaired okay oh, and and he hasn't been in, in in the movies but they've made him hearing impaired here
1: oh okay. you know and, and, and so they couldn't find a hearing impaired actor for that
0: <laughs> i'm just saying no actually they have like one you know without giving anything away but one of the people one of the main people in this is a hearing impaired actress
1: but jeremy you know i think it's time to poke out jeremy renner's hearing then i think that's uh, i think it's only fair
0: Well, you know, that's one of the things it's like he wasn't born this way. And it's funny because he's asked, it's like, oh, what happened? And then it goes into a montage of all the explosions that he's been near. And like, you know, like all the all the footage from all the Marvel movies where he's been blown up or shot at or fallen <laughs> off of things or these just it's like so what happened to your hearing and then 30 seconds 45 seconds of all these clips from the yeah. movies it's like yeah this is what happened he wasn't yeah. born like this it's yeah. like you can only your butt because and, and they're going out of their way to let you know it's like dude he's fucking human you know what i mean it, it, it's like there's no secret Soldier serum, like what you see is what you get with this guy. So, no, so, so, so that's really, you know, what I've been watching. Um, you know, I'm trying this week, we're really trying to see the, uh, the, uh, the Eternals and because management has next week off and we're going to try to, we're going to go try to see a couple movies, just us. Um, with, with, without the dream squashers talking through it and like you know, if you if
1: you have them you know kind of tied down for four hours they'll be alright right just give them water and right
0: I, I actually if we because they don't get their video games on the week hey you guys can go play your games they, they, <laughs> they wouldn't know we left they just wouldn't know we left but I am I'm, I'm a big because she, she gets an unexpected yeah. week off of work because her work family oh. decided to go um, visit uh, the mom or the family she works for hasn't been home. hasn't been okay. back to Chicago in two years because of COVID. Oh, just had right, 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 right. So they drove out there. So, oh, wow. so then okay. they, they text her the other day, like, Hey, uh, hope you don't mind. We're going to take it. It's like right, 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 another week off with pay. Yeah. No, I don't mind yeah, sure. at all. Yeah. So especially with the holidays. So, so yeah. we're going to go, but I, I, the other thing that I, I do love seeing, um, the Ten Rings. I want. We watched the <sighs> making of and the behind. Right, us. dude. I haven't seen it yet. I have to. I do have to watch it. Watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and then when you realize, it's like, yeah, there's a stunt double and shit like that. But the shit that this guy did and the shape that he was in and yeah. how he and he was he again he was just a regular low i don't want to say low-end actor he was on i can't think kim convenience kim's convenience well he was on that yeah so so he's on a small you know show he's up in toronto shooting that and two months later he is you know in training to be you know the star of like you know the first basically you know he goes all tom cruise on him right you know mostly asian right, right. You know, and, and and then the pressure it's like hey no pressure but you're the face of you know yeah. asia and the marvel community and yeah. you know there's been a couple of characters and stuff but it's like yeah you are the center of this and it's it's great but what was fun it's like watching oh you, you know that was a practical set that they were shooting on that you know that it wasn't just cgi right, and it right, wasn't right. this yep. and and honestly because i grew up worshiping right. jackie chan movies and stuff right. like that it was it was really funny it's when i was when management and i were at the drive and watching that i was pointing out it's like oh that's akin to this jackie chan thing and this movie where he used his jacket and this and blah blah, right.
1: blah. it's 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 supposed to be I, that's what i understand it right that there's a certain homage to the the old original you know those movie forms right kind of kind of in the way that maybe kill bill part two did to some degree but correct
0: yeah and, and then it was fun watching it, and then yeah. they're talking to the director. It's like, oh yeah, well, when we were shooting this, I wanted to recreate this Jackie Chan thing. I'm like, oh I feel vindicated. <laughs> I wasn't just saying that, but it, it was great. It's I, I really like the access that that Disney has with all their uh, right, right, the yeah, that they're really like, yeah, come behind the velvet rope, you know, you know, come the fourth wall is coming down, and here's the magic. You know, well, that, and that's
1: a you know, and now with with before there was only so much that companies did because film was expensive right now that it's all digital anyway it it, there's no you know cost associated with it might as well get whatever whatever Whatever. you can right
0: and 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 the actors
1: uh, you know i mean in a way if you go think back to just the one before right right just think of all that beatles footage that was on film right that's
0: that's a fucked up thing getting back to the when i'm making it, dude it's like to, to have to load a 16 millimeter camera you know what and and then just to be shooting them just talking yeah you know but but i haven't seen it yet but without you know but just second here from joe joe said one of the most amazing things for him getting back to the beatles is watching the song come evolve it's like you know john has a piece and 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 it has a couple lyrics and paul has a couple lyrics and they're like and just they're take after take, changing yep. the words and changing the melody. It's like, yep. no, that's good. You keep playing that, but you play this or I'm going to try this. And then you see it actually evolve from just a couple guys hanging right. out, which, you know, I mean, you've been, you've jammed with friends and stuff like that. Being in the band, it, it makes it feel like, oh, I really get this process. Yep. I mean, not, not, <laughs> not that good, obviously, <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's just like, Holy fuck. And then and then it's it just it's just mind boggling, uh, honestly, how short their careers yep. were. Yep. Yep. You know, yeah, they were together in Germany for a couple of years and all this stuff. But but essentially they broke in 62.
1: Well, I mean, it's no, no shorter than
0: the police's career, right? Well, Right. But then you think right. it's like, holy shit you know, we're, we're, you know, we're going to London next year to see, you know, Duran Duran on their 40th anniversary, two years later, it was postponed because that, you know, same thing. It's like, wait a minute, you 2 has been together since 1978. And they're still putting shit out the Rolling Stones. You think, but, but the, but the Beatles, technically, you know, they're big for seven years they're, and they only toured for four of those, you know, they didn't tour their last three well, years.
1: But there's, and there's a few of those bands from that era. I mean, a little bit later, but both Hendrix and the doors, right. Very short lived, you know, obviously for different reasons, but still, you know, it is, it is kind of, I don't know. I think Nirvana is the only comparable maybe. Yeah. Where you have a short lifespan with such an impact, even though I'm not a fan, you know, you know, Uh, the The
0: Pixies put out five albums in five years and we're done.
1: Yeah. But they've kind of, you know, they weren't done, done, right. Because they kind of reunited and stuff like that
0: just recently the last few years yeah yeah yeah. no you're right you're right but but for the and the beatles have it (laughs) i mean mean,
1: we're talking about bands that was just basically this was i mean and even the police right they had that brief reunion tour so
0: and and it's funny because i have you know i i i was very lucky to get to work on uh the dvd box set and The guy, Martin Kirzenbaum who was putting their reunion together at Interscope Records through through Interscope Records because they were part of MC. Anyways, it's like I remember when he came in, he was all excited because he was going out to film. Uh, I want to say this is 2003, 2004, yep. when they were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay, yep. And he was recording all the leading up to it. And they got into a huge fight at Soundcheck.
1: Of course
0: they did. You know, and by they it's just Sting who wants to yeah. lounge lizard all the police old stuff. Right, 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 And Stuart Copeland, who's like, <laughs> No, man, I you know, I, I was playing this at 78. Yeah. I, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's right. like, you know, I still want to play this, and it's like honestly. And, and then you know, and then there was a documentary, like you know, a couple documentaries that you know, Stuart Copeland did a documentary um, called Everybody Stares. I forget the one that Andy Sumners did, yeah. but you know, they've they've done a couple of shows here and there. Yeah. And, and dude, they're fucking great. But yeah. they, but no, there's never gonna be a real no, no get together. You know, I mean, if
1: you look at the the you know the. Uh, the career trajectory that uh, you know the guys took. I mean, I don't know what Andy Summers did solo-wise, but you went, you look at Sting and the kind of the jazzy direction that he went to, and then you uh, you go to like Stuart Copeland, who did what is it Animal Logic and whatever else. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm gonna be on Team Copeland every single time.
0: You know, it's it, it's funny though. So, and 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 Copeland, he did this great documentary, and again, I got to meet him in my office. Right. Um, uh, I we got to go to the premiere of his of his documentary, yeah. and and what was really funny is he was a film junkie, and oh, so okay. he film he from their very first tour, their first tour in the United States right, was right. just a radio tour. They went from radio station to radio station yeah. across the country, landed in New York, wound up in Los Angeles, and that's all they did, went to yeah. radio station after station. But he had his little handheld camera. Right, right. So he had these, you know, they were little cartridges. And I want to say it was, oh, fuck, I'm trying to think. Maybe it was Independent Film Channel, but somebody wanted to okay. do like, you know, was doing a, a, yep. a, a little bio piece on that. Right. And somebody called Stuart Copeland and said, "Hey, we hear that you might have some unused footage. <laughs> yeah, can we get some of it?" And Stuart Copeland told them, "It's like you can have it royalty free. You just have to convert it over." Yeah, and they're like, "Okay." So they they did not realize that it was two full storage bins. Yeah, like 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 storage, yeah. like storage like on forklift type thing. It was hundreds and hundreds of hours of footage so he took it he put it together anyways and part of the documentary he's talking about you know with the band and it's like every album it's like andy wanted to have more songwriting and wanted more of his songs i started writing songs and he goes and then you look where everybody went after the police and you look at what we did and then you realize why sting songs made it on the album (laughs) well no, yeah, he had I, a great career. I mean, he had I a solo co- he had a solo yeah. career. He Andy Sumner's did the typical thing, you know, when it scored a bunch of movie, had a very good career scoring and stuff like that. He had other bands and side projects, but Sting went on to be Sting. You know, he continued being an
1: A-list musician. I, yeah, but so he had the kind of the, the sensibility, right? He had the kind of the songwriting sensibility, right? He's the one that could create the hooks and all and so on. But I just didn't think that his music was that interesting as a solo artist.
0: Don't like. I love The Police, but I like each album less than the one before, as they got more jazzy, more you know. And, and well,
1: for and- me, the funny thing is, I actually like Ghost in the Machine better than Zenyatta Mondatta. Oh. Which so that's the that's the one you know flip, right? Yeah, yeah. But but uh, other than that, because I thought Ghost, I I really liked that. one. I thought Zenyatta Mondatta was a little bit more kind of all over the place also and but obviously the first two albums are the classics
0: right so just just desert island albums and uh no but 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 it's fun so to wrap it up you got a parenting tip this week
2: uh,
0: or yeah, I mean, a, a, a a stepfather parent no 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 tip, i mean maybe? just hey, you know
1: you know what family's great you know cherish your family cherish your time with family it's really pretty pretty much that simple i think
0: Uh, My parenting tip is, teach your children how easy it is to manipulate the media. (laughs) And, And honestly, because I've actually had a talk with my little guy after, I'm like, you see how you kind of pulled the wool over this woman's eyes? That's what happens on the news every day. All the time. It's like, and I told him, it's like, what's going on? I I mean, it it, it actually became a teachable moment because I'm like, this is why you really have to vet your sources. So when I hear somebody I like on the news say, this is what's going on. Yeah, I'll also, and I showed him my phone, it's like, you know, yeah, I, I have the Huffington Post and the NPR site and CNN bookmarked. I also have CBC. BBC, you know, uh I still have the Doha news, you know, bookmarked. But, which, by the way, Justin Bieber's in Doha this week. Uh, I knew you'd be happy to hear that. Uh, but it's like, but I, t- I, uh, I told him, happy
1: to hear is not a release game.
0: <laughs> but I did. I told him it's like what you did is fun and funny. I, no. I, I, I used to do it with my band all the time. It was a lot of fun. I would call up and tell them you know, if you, if, if. I said also people are easy to fool and it's and and lazy so if you call and give them the who what where how this is why it's a story this is how it's a story this is when it's a story if you if you do a lot of their legwork for them you know some the woman showed yeah. up she took some photographs to it. it was fun but it did become a teachable moment that hey you know what you know before you see something on tv and think it's real just remember somebody like you told that, that <laughs> reporter, right, right. their gaming name. Yep. So listen, Eggsy boy, it's pretty easy to fool the <laughs> media. media. So yep. that's my parenting tip. There you go. And, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the last thoughts to you, my friend. Well,
1: just, you know, kind of expanding on that parenting tip thing, you know, when I'm at a point where my stepson is now a parent himself. And so I think you're, when you took, now that you're talking, um, uh, as both not not just him being you know my my stepson and me being his stepparent, now we're both parents. And so, as you raise your kids, you know they're eventually going to be parents themselves. And when they when that time comes, don't forget.